When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. What do you got? You say so, story. So in my youth in Prior Lake, yeah. there was a young, well-known local guy named Ginch Difford. Everybody in town called him Ginch. Yeah. Ginch Difford. Another great name. Yeah. And I was buddies with his nephew, Moose Difford, yeah. who was called Moose for no very... He wasn't big. I don't know why he was called Moose. He just he must have been big as a kid or something. Moose was a big name. But he was, yeah, Mo- yeah. he was Moose. But Ginch... Started a golf tournament in Montgomery uh, at the M- Montgomery Golf Course. I think it was a nine holer when he started it, and it was for him and his drinking buddies. And they'd have it uh, in. Uh, he must have started it in 1971. Mm-hmm. In the Ginch, the Ginch Open, mm-hmm. and you'd, you'd see somebody and say, "When's the Ginch? Mm-hmm. You know, when's Good the Ginch? When they playing the Ginch?" Yeah. So Moose sends me an email a couple weeks ago and says, hey, it's the 50th annual different open really? at Montgomery you know, golf course. So it's and they got 132 players wow. and they now raise money for charities and Ginch is in his 70s probably now, somewhere about my age probably. And so I said, I'm, I'm, I'll try to get out there Saturday morning, and I can probably make something out of this for Monday, right? Yeah. So then I say to him, "What's where's the name Ginch come from? Where's Ginch come from? And he says, well, it's a, something to do with women, something to do with a woman, oh, right? Okay. And, uh, oh, boy. And I, he must have been, and he was uh, apparently considered to be successful with uh, young ladies, companion okay. shot it. So he sure became is. so his buddies, his high school buddies, started calling him Ginch. So here's my deal: Uh-oh. you cannot write this without the Ginch angle, right? I okay. mean, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's that's what that's makes it the funny. That's name. what right. makes it yeah. funny because everybody in town would say, "Anybody seen Ginch? Right. You know, right. where's Ginch?" So I look it up. Oh, oh no! And Ginch is a attractive. Woman, mm-hmm. yeah, Ginch, okay. but it's, but it's not only right att- now? Yeah. it's not only attractive, it's promiscuous. Oh yeah, and in some cases, it refers to a key body part <laughs> in <Okay>. promiscuous <laughs> stuff. So, so I have to call up and say the Ginch open column is off. We're not doing the Ginch. <laughs> We're not doing the Ginch. Did the guy have a given name? 
Yes, but it made no difference. To me, it was not, unless you could use the fact that he was saluted throughout town and God still is. is. And still and now, is. Now you really know why. And now, now, yes. And now, for some reason, for 50 years, I never asked, why do they call him the Ginch? Yeah. Fortunately for me, I asked this time. Yeah. Because there's a very good chance. I wouldn't have looked to see what it means. Well, plus you were hoping for a great story for yes, why he was yeah, called Ginch. Yeah, yeah, I was hoping that he was a, guy, a mechanic or yeah, something. Yeah, give me the Ginch. Yeah, I got yeah. the Ginch sitting right but, over there. On yeah, the... You know, even 10 years ago, mm-hmm. a guy might have been able to yeah. get away with Well, I'm unaware Ginch. of the use of that word. Ginch. Ginch. Well, no, Joe, I just looked it up, and the first dictionary. thing that popped up was Urban Dictionary. I just yes, was looking right. at it, too. And it, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and even the non-urban, even the old English dictionary says something about so comely women and ah, stuff like yeah, this. Yes. And, uh, the women that cause you to go so walking down the is street. Is the actual golf tournament called that? No, it's the Difford Open. Oh, okay. So and his nephew, Chris Difford, Difford, Difford uh, who played basketball, or maybe it's his grandkid, I don't know. Played basketball at Hamlin and has taken it over and sure. turned it into a much more dignified operation. <laughs> yeah, when well, he changed the name then, in '97, thirty-two, <laughs> then thirty-two guys from Prior Lake getting loaded. You know, you the know. only thing that would have made it better is before you had asked what, what the name means. If he had said, "Do you want to come see the trophy?" Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Here's the trophy. Yes. Anyway, there it went. The Ginch Open oh. never. The Ginch, Ginch Open will never be uh, honored. In the, uh, even on Star Tribune online, only here on the podcast can we uh, can we talk. Can we about get the away with it? Oh, yes. Hey, America got the gold in golf. I know you're keen oh, on God, Olympic I'm golf. Excited. I'm really Shockley. excited. <laughs> I'm really excited. CB Pan won the bronze in a seven-man playoff. Huh? Yeah, it's seven why, guys why are had a chance. It? Why yeah. are we doing it? What? Who cares? Well, it was it was in the Olympics in 1910. Or yeah, whatever. they already yeah. play internationally. They, they you, yeah, you already know I'm who saying. the greatest yes, golfers are yes, on earth with a hundred and and with a hundred and fifty six entries. <laughs> yes, in the British Open in the U.S. Your so, country. Yeah, that's all a bunch of. Crap, we do that with dude. the Ryder Cup. <laughs> yeah, I'm you know yeah I I just I watched for five minutes and I said why am I watching this. I'd rather watch the Corn Ferry shootout than this thing. You know, what do I care? Well, the I only time care. I found golf on TV was at about 11 o'clock this morning. Oh, yeah. I haven't nobody, seen any nobody golf. Nobody knows if it's... That's the worst thing about the Olympics is you never know if you're watching live, live. or on tape. Right. This you is know, the only time. T- I can turn it on and say, Suni Lee. Oh, wait. That was two days ago. It's 14. They're 14 hours ahead. Yeah. So well, it's sometime it. tomorrow, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. Know. And that's the part yes. that really bums me out that we're no longer doing afternoon no, radio. No doing prime we time can't preview? have prime time preview. Because I would have then <laughs> figured out. First thing we had to look at was to get the what they planned to put on TV as the featured events, right? But yeah. I think they're doing everything live now and then just replaying it, right? Is that what they're doing? Because a lot of stuff they held back. They didn't even televise until they threw it in that package at, from 7 to right. 10 at night, 7 to 11. Oh. Primetime preview was great. The great thing about primetime preview was <laughs> you'd kind of be talking along and then you'd slip it in. You so they didn't, they, they didn't have time to yeah. change. He'd be talking about a twins trade and, oh, Michael Phelps won another goal now. <laughs> <laughs> Did this Caleb guy eclipse Phelps? 
Uh, for numbers, Caleb. Uh, I don't think he won eight. Didn't Phelps win eight one year? Well, maybe this guy's only had five. Yeah, he's but only Dressel, five Caleb Dressel, right? Caleb, Dressel. but he's beating his records, right? But the swimming pool. Pretty soon, somebody's going to run swim fifty meters in zero. Right. Because yeah. every right. year they take. This is the every, dude that did it without taking a breath for is fifty that, meters. Is that right? Yes. He did not because they breath. watched him underwater. He did not breathe. So he went. Yeah, so he Jumped dived in, in and just, yep, didn't, and just did, didn't breathe. Wow. When they were kids, my dad and his brother would swim from their dock in Matamidae to mm-hmm. the point of the peninsula. Well, that's a long and, haul, man. And they'd have a rowboat alongside Yeah. Him. And I got thinking, I saw the 800 meter the other night of the female swimmers. Yeah. I bet they could do that in 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Or maybe under 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. It's I don't know how far way. that is, but it's pretty... It'd be a hell of a swim. Oh well, God. the other thing about swimmers in my youth, they were five foot eleven. You know, <laughs> right, right. they were they were guys that were you know five ten, right. five eleven. Now these guys are all six seven, have bellies on them like a, a side of a granite wall. I really want a swimmer's body, but I just <laughs> not going to get never going to happen. <laughs> never I'm gonna already, be, yeah. It's unbelievable. What's though. the line? I, I'm not a strong swimmer. I'm <laughs> yeah. not a strong swimmer. <laughs> What was that bit? The, or they, that the, was uh, synchronized swimming. swimming. Uh, Martin, <laughs> Short, Martin Short and Christopher Guest was the coach. Who was uh, Harry Shear? Harry Shear. Harry Shear. Martin Short was the one that had to wear the lifeboard jacket. Yeah, he wore a life jacket. Harry was Harry was a much better swimmer. He had the nose plug. I tell you, I was watching that the night it came on. I almost. Urinated. It was so I, funny. I don't God, know how funny. you think of that and then execute it. And it's yeah, just it's, so damn. You, I could watch it 15 times over and laugh just that, as hard. That type of humor, Martin Short, is. Is, oh, fantastic! Is the best. He's the best. Oh. Is the uh, as that that kind of just completely. Well, he did, what was visual the bit? comic humor? He had the fake talk show. A Jimmy Jim, Jimmy Glick. Jimmy Glick. Thank you, Jimmy Glick. Oh, what do you? And he's to Mel the Brooks. He says, "What's your grudge with the Nazis?" <laughs> <laughs> and Mel Brooks. He doesn't tell anybody. And Mel Brooks is eighty-eight when he's doing it. He's so sharp. He says. What did he say? I thought they were rude. <laughs> I mean, he think, what do I have against the Nazis? He says, and then he thought for two seconds and said, I thought they were rude. Well, didn't Mel Brooks know what he was getting into? He yes, had to know yes, a bit. but you don't know what the question is. Oh, yeah, right. You don't know what he's going to say. Because he wants your instant He's going to say yeah. something to embarrass you, oh. and, you know. If you want to go down a rabbit hole sometime, mm-hmm. you can go to YouTube and, and find... Uh, man. Well, you can find uh, the Johnny Carson interviews with Rickles yeah, and Jonathan yeah. Winters, yeah. Yeah. and they're beyond hilarious. Oh. Yeah, beyond and hilarious. The, and the 2,000-year-old man yeah. was Reiner. That was not completely unscripted. Right. Reiner oh, would God, come out. Reiner. Reiner would come out and ask Mel questions about how the world has changed in two thousand worlds years. But Mel didn't know what was coming. It was all. Uh, <laughs> it was all off the top. Of Late his night head. TV with these guys. I don't even not consider exciting. it anymore. It's not exciting. I haven't no. watched it since Carson died. But Reiner no, and Brooks, until Reiner died, until about two years before Reiner died, had dinner every night. Yeah. At the at one house or the other, oh, they wow. would and I, they would 
Somebody, Reinhardt, bring over some from some deli. Some is Mel still alive? Yeah, Mel's still yeah. alive. Got to be a hundred. Yeah, he does. I think he damn near a hundred. Yeah, I told you I watched Blazing Saddles in its entirety last <laughs> week. And if you're twenty two years old and have gone through our education system, the failed academy, we call that, and you watch this movie, right. you can you cannot believe no, what you're watching. No. Right. Mel is ninety five years old, still right? living in New York City. I thought he lived on yeah, Riviera no, Country Club. No, he lived Club. in L.A. He lived on in Riviera. L.A. What's, that's just what it says he on his Wikipedia He used to always page. go to Reiner's uh, out in L.A., so maybe he moved to New York in a while back so to be around some people. But uh, you know what? The producers was hilarious. Just the spring... The musical yeah, Springtime, Springtime for, for Hitler, Hitler yeah. was a pretty good joke. <laughs> and then it's just the movie. That was great. And, you know, ran on Broadway. Springtime for, for Hitler. Ran on Broadway forever, uh, the producers. And Blazing Saddles was great. And Young Frankenstein might have been his best, but then some of those ones he came afterwards were space balls. Do you think a college kid could get away with screening Blazing Saddles? Like on a Saturday night at ten o'clock, we're gonna have a showing of Blazing Saddles in the auditorium, oh, yeah. like Rocky no, Horror no. Picture Show. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no, I, no, I, no. I, oh, I bet they could. No. It's already done. No, no but that, I don't know. Yeah. Chance. I don't know. It's nineteen seventy-four. Yeah, I don't believe that we can do that. No, I think it's. I'd uh, like to encourage some kids to do it just for the hell of it. See what would happen. <laughs> oh, just God, to see what would happen. Hey, you know, every award, I'm surprised that they haven't tried to get make Mel give back his various Academy Awards. Yeah. Just because, you know. Twins aren't much to talk about, are they, Pat? No. Uh, Jose goes to Toronto and uh, a nice six, uh, six scoreless. Mm-hmm. Loaded him up in the, uh, in the six, but then struck a guy out to get out of it. And uh, uh, the, the one guy they got, Martin, the second pick from a couple of years ago, it's hard to judge these minor leaguers because they didn't play last year. Right. You know the young ones. He was really terrible at the start in Double A, but he's uh, he's been pretty good lately. Doesn't it? he? He hasn't hit with any power this year, but he's supposedly a good hitter. And the pitchers, you know, throws hard. So here's we'll what see. I don't understand about the Twins fans that are upset. They're awful. They the only person that they traded that is Barrios that wasn't controllable past this year. What, what are you mad at? Well, I'm. My theory is that he was improperly appreciated by the Twins fans because he made every start in that. But it, this was also the time to trade him Absolutely, because yes. uh, this winter teams aren't as desperate, and then you only have one year. You know, this mm-hmm. way you can try to win a, you know, get to the playoffs with him, and then you have one more year if you want it. So this was the time to trade him. There's no doubt about you that. You know what the Boxton delay getting back tells me? Again, they're not playing today. They're playing. He's worried about next year. Well, you could have had a hand transplant by now and been back in the line. Well, the, the one that bothered me was he strained a hip yep. and missed 37 games. Well, how many has he missed now? Base. Well, uh, somebody tweeted to me that I don't mind them trading Burrios, but I would get really upset if they traded Buxton. And I tweeted back and said, yes, I can see why, because Buxton has started 26 games this year, and Brio's only started 20. (laughs) (laughs) Buxton, he started 26 games. I mean, 26 games. He played the entirety of April, 
and has played three games since. How does Baldelli survive all this? Or really? I, I don't know. He's. Do you, you see who got him upset, though, finally? Hmm. Dean Spiros, who used to work for us in Minneapolis and is now a freelancer for the, the St. Paul, breaks him out. They pay him a freelance fee. Goes over to the Saints game. Right. And Matt, they got Matt, the shoe to Matt start Matt pitches seven scoreless innings and says, basically, they screwed me up over right. there with the <laughs> Twins. It was the best it was the best twin story in weeks because he got Rocco very agitated. Not, not what you want to say if you're trying to get your job right, back. Right, no, but right. it's great because the shoe... When he'd get his ass pounded here, would say how unlucky he was and well, stuff. Well, his hand was sweaty. Yeah, he remember his hand? He had the sweaty hand. He had the sweaty hand. He had this and that. But it was great because, and here's another thing, Joe. When they talk about their uh, baseball now, when the Rocco talks about their pitching coaches, staff, yeah. our group, yeah. I'm very confident oh, yeah, in our the group. group. We have a very high, we use group all the time, like we're a business office or something. I'm very confident in our group, oh. meaning the pitching coach. You know what that is? Stuff. That's collaboration. Isn't that collaboration? I say it's collaboration. <laughs> I'll say one thing. We did cure uh, Derek Falvey of collaboration because we made so much fun of him during the, you know, <laughs> like a few times I was talking to him and I'd say collaboration and i go, So anyway, we were talking about vaccines. Yeah. And that got us naturally on the subject of leprosy. Well, no, you think you have something on your (laughs) arm. my arms, yeah. I think I have leprosy. Well, I... Look at that right there. Where did that Yeah, I get those once in a while. What are they? That one just... I didn't even hit anything. No, I get that once in a while. I didn't even hit anything. I had one here, and then they fade away. Ah, these ain't fading. That one looks like it's there for life. That mm. one looks like an eye. That just might be leprosy. <laughs> looks like, looks that like, could that be. That might yeah. be leprosy. You know, that one time we, we, Rook and I, had a very uh, inelegant talk about yeah, leprosy. Yeah, so it got us, that switched us to leprosy as a topic. You yes, want to hear my that? My sunspots, yes. You want to hear it? Leprosy. This is now a heartfelt discussion on leprosy. Well, you'll have to hear this. <laughs> yes. Yep. A guy named Baba Amte, a follower of Gandhi, uh, whose dedication to to helping lepers of India brought him the Templeton Prize and many other international awards, died Feb 9 at his shelter for leprosy patients in the western India state of Maharashtra. Maharashtra. (laughs) You're very good on those pronunciations. The the (laughs) cause of death was age-related ailments, which I would imagine stands to reason, huh? Take 93. Amte, who was trained as a lawyer, turned from an early life of hunting, playing sports, driving fancy cars, and writing film reviews. Chasing Gitch, too. Yeah. And working with the poor of his country. But his direction was irrevocably determined by an encounter with a destitute leper. Mm-hmm. After that, he gave up his I mean, father's... I would imagine most were at that, <laughs> at that point. Yeah, you know, maybe his destitute life wouldn't have leper. changed this way if he had met a really wealthy <laughs> Or one while he's writing the movie review. Right. What do you think? You know, Ambu? <laughs> you know, there's, it seems to go hand in hand, unfortunately, that you know, if you have leprosy, you tend to be a little short of cash. Tell <laughs> me a little cartoon bubble of the, no. uh, the shelter built for the... Uh, no, 
No, now this is a good guy. This guy did. I know, but I'm just seeing a a waiting room mm -hmm. of a lot of gauze. Yeah. <laughs> See, now it might be peculiar to my upbringing, but uh, I we uh, lepers were always in my in our consciousness. Yes. Yeah. Remember that? The cash, all yep. our yes. leftover coins. Right right you know, they right only here. came up at, usually during church at the Bible. Yeah. Sure. Not leprosy. Uh, the good. But it was among the lepers. many. Many uh, items of voodoo mm -hmm. that was uh, tossed at our feet. Yes, was Pagan the leprosy children. deal. <laughs> and uh, and I always, you know, I saw the gauze and the the bad cane. <laughs> it was never fresh either. The the gauze was always. I saw dragging feet. <laughs> I did. Well, you, as a kid, you get a cartoon bottle. Well, and you, I'm not you know, making fun, but this is what was burned on my, you know, just the kind of the <laughs> shuffling. Well, what I always wondered, I always wondered is, well, you know, it sounds bad. I got that. <laughs> it sounds bad. It, it doesn't hints, but it's I guy buy it. I want to cure it. Um, here's my quarter. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> but I always wondered... Well, why? And I'm serious now. Yes. I always wondered, well, why did the conditions of maybe that's seriously now in all seriousness, yeah. maybe that's what got to this guy, because I always wondered, why did the conditions of treating the lepers have to be so bad? In other words, yeah. leprosy was always associated with a completely run down <laughs> colony. Yes. <laughs> I always saw Hawaii. Yes, I don't think you're speaking out of school. This I, I, is the majority I, of us raised in America. God forgive me. I'm I'm not I'm no. not I, I, What you're laughing at is that your own cartoon bubble as a child that has stuck with you as a That's it. It has it has not changed no, from it got planted. You stick your head out, ask height, because he was raised the same way. <laughs> you know you it was among the many, you know, mm -hmm. hey, look out. You know, there's leprosy. Be good. Yeah. If you and touch yourself wrong, it's <laughs> you might be a leper. Well, you know what? Uh, hats off to this fellow. Yes. He uh, apparently turned away from his father's huge estate, dedicated himself to the service of lepers. To the end of his life, he worked, marched, and protested for <laughs> yeah, better treatment comes. for them and the rest of India's least powerful. In addition to the Templeton Prize, which he won in nine. <laughs> I was saw an extra bucket of <laughs> fingertips. <laughs> A bucket of fingertips. Jared are cleaning out the end of the clinic. Okay. Oh, you lepers. <laughs> <laughs> you can pick up a finger. What did he win outside oh. of the Templeton Prize? Oh, my God. <laughs> God. I'm go straight to hell. No, I'm not. Oh, God, you just, are. That was no, I'm not worried about you. I said oh, I oh. don't care. Are you? I always thought in the Bible, too, the lepers. They always got there early. Well, you, you seem to have a Bible connection. That's the only thing. I'm seeing Hawaii. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> 
seriously, I'm seeing Hawaii thatched hut rundown. Bad. You're seeing where they put them all. They put yes, them all. I'm, honest Island. to God. What did they do? Why? I saw a lot of downtime on Leper Island. It was, you know, it was like you took the bad fairy. <laughs> the bad fairy. There wasn't a lot of money put Who's in. Who's the? Uh, I'm seeing Marty Feldman. <laughs> The bad fairy. The bad, the crummy fairy that had like tires attached. To them. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you know what? Uh, God bless to... this Indian yes, fellow. Yes, yes. You know yes. what? He had a this leper advocate. Are we done? I think that, yeah, that's oh. it. I, here's See, what, here was my thought see. while you were talking. When, uh, that was going on. My thought was, like, the, oh. you're sending the 12-year-old kid to Malachi, right? Because yeah. he came down with it. And you said, now you're going to come and visit, aren't you, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. We're going to oh, be over yeah, Once a month. Yeah, the fairy comes on Sundays. <laughs> I got to be back by 5. <laughs> you're going to be uh, oh. Oh God! See, you don't want it now. You don't no, want it right no, now. We understand it. a little more about you know, it. No, and oh, I don't want to say I don't trust the church of my youth. Yeah, but they were still asking for money for lepers after it was pretty much wiped out right, around the globe. Right, right. right. still they were still. Oh, and the pagan children. Yeah. Pagan Why did children. I give a damn if there was some kid in China? Who didn't believe in God? Was a little. Yeah, didn't believe in Jesus. I didn't. Why did I? Why should I have to pay money for Why him? do you have to square up? <laughs> yeah, why? Right. You didn't regard it as your problem. No, pagan children were not my problem. Yeah. As much as I heard about them, I do love the word pagan. Oh, pagan, like that's, you know, he's a pagan. Oh. Yeah. I heard that at home quite a bit. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the, my mother was a believer in pagan children. Oh. <laughs> I still get my dead mother's mail where she was sending money to the pagan children. <laughs> She's gone. How many wow. calls you guys getting from uh, the police? These these people that are raising money for the some police federation because I don't trust them. I don't. Oh, they're I don't, yeah, she gets a lot of that too. I don't believe that the money's She's going. She's been dead to, five years, and there's yeah. tons of stuff. Keep, keep I don't. Really? Bo- I don't believe that the uh, money's going to the police. You got to be really careful with those guys uh, I, I, because I, I, I don't go along with any of it anymore. There is a legit police federation. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what their take is. Mm-hmm. I know a couple of guys that are higher ups. Plus, they get paid. They got pensions. What the hell? What the hell? You know what? You know that's. We need them. We need them. Oh, we need them. We need them. I'm in favor of them. I'm in favor of them. Boy, we had something going on on 100 on Saturday afternoon. Sounded like we had them zipping down one way and zipping down the other. It went on for a half hour. Really? I thought it was fire for a while, but... uh, it wasn't the. I don't uh, know what it was. I Joe, wasn't we, that where they, uh, the the Star Tribune had the story of the guys racing the exotic cars? Wasn't that on a hundred? No, that was on uh, three ninety. Oh, that was three ninety four. That was a couple of years ago. Okay. Well, there's uh, there's uh, there's crazy driving going on. Oh yeah. I I've said I ju- I drove to uh, Hudson, Wisconsin Saturday. That stretch between Woodbury and the river, people are driving like gas costs twelve cents a gallon. Yeah. They're just screaming. Yeah. And and if I've said this, if if you're in traffic, right, driving normal, and some guy cuts in front of you, 
drop back because there's somebody chasing him. He's having a you're, race. You're right. He's yeah. having a race with somebody. I, mm-hmm. I would agree you with know, that. Sometimes gotta, it's three people. Yeah, it is. It, uh, you know, it follow. I'm not a f- close. I'm not a follow close guy, but I'm really a follow way behind now guy because the way they're. The way they're cutting, and of course, then they just cut, and they can't. They honk at you because you're 100 yards behind somebody, even even, even though you're going 70. Right, right. You know, it's uh, it's uh, people want to close. Why are that. people so angry? I don't, I don't know. know. What are we mad at? We're mad at it. What are we mad at today? Yeah, we're mad at what are we mad at today? That was always an unfair of you to characterize the uh, show that way. I go in the rook and say, "Who's he mad at today?" <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm mad at. Water. What? I want a nice what? drenching you rain. Well, you're Let's, the drought king of the world. Drought. I know, but I don't play golf anymore. Oh. Plus, I have invested liberally in plants and oh, stuff yeah. the I'll last keep... couple of years, and basically we lost most of last year's, and we're going to lose these, Well, two. you got to get out and water. I water. I'm, I'm the water. I've watered more this year. I water than the front. I don't, but I, I don't want to do day. it every you, know, you shouldn't have to do it every day. I don't like doing it every day. I think you got to, you know, every other day, moist. maybe. But this idea that you look out there and it looks just as bad 20 right. minutes after yeah. you yeah. water. Okay. I got a question along those Here lines. Here it is. Let's yeah. go. I worked on the Home and Garden Show for 15 years. Okay. What do the you want hostas, to know? The hostas <laughs> come in every year. Yes. Yeah. All right. Could they die out and not come back next year? No. They're coming back. Hostas. I was going to water the hostas. Ferns and hostas are going to come back no matter what. You know what's a hell of a flower? What? That tulip. Those You're really on a big limb there, aren't those, you? No, but those damn things won't. Yeah, we, they won't we, die. we haven't planted them in the front for years, and there's still sporadically really? one shows up. And, you, and you're going to in the middle of the lawn, it'll show up. And, it, and it, it, this, well, there's one that shows up. You could beat somebody with it. It was like eight <laughs> feet tall. I don't know what the yes, hell it tulip, is. Tulip, and those are nice because those are always early in the spring. We have no tulips. You don't have any tools? You have no tools. Well, you never had them then, because if you had them, unless you, you go still and dig them. them out, they'll go, here they come. You know, so. That's always fun, because they're early on in the spring. I don't know. I wouldn't mind, an, good, ar- I wouldn't mind an artificial turf lawn. Really? <laughs> I think that would look terrible. Yeah, I think it would look terrible, too. But I, mine, mine right now is so brown, it's unbelievable. I don't know what to do about it. I don't think we're supposed to be sprinkling. Uh, and we're cutting grass that ain't growing. The lawn services keep showing up. Mm-hmm. My guys, though, if it doesn't deserve it, will not cut it. I'll kind of give it to look over and then save see mm-hmm. you. Yeah. See, I got a sprinkler system, so my grass is as green. There's not one. How weed. often do you have to? Uh, can you run it? I run it. <clears throat> I run each zone. I got six zones. I run them each for uh, like. Uh, Anywhere from ten to twelve minutes. You just don't care about the earth, do you? No, I don't care about the earth. I'm using had, my I, neighbor's water. That's I what I'm using. Golden Valley said that uh, we could only run the sprinklers two days a week or some damn thing. We just in South St. Paul, it's got to be before ten o'clock and after five. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty much just going to give up. Yeah, I've given up. I've given I came up. home yesterday and she had mowed the lawn. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, they come. Uh, grass is an invasive species. You know what's fun though? <laughs> <laughs> like. Uh, Muscles. I'm a big pro vax guy, but you know what's fun? Hmm. Zim. Oh. Zim. Oh. Zim oh. went nuts again this morning. Yes, he did. On the Is he an anti-vax guy? No. Oh, he oh, wants cousins to get his. He wants the 
quarterbacks. He had to basically he has lost, no quarterbacks. Right he now. lost three of his four quarterbacks right. because the guy who got the COVID had been vaccinated. Right. But because Cousins and the guy from Iowa, whose career is over, by the way, Nate Stanley, Nate Stanley. You know, hadn't been vaccinated, they have to quarantine for five days. So if you haven't been vac- vaccinated, so Cousins can't practice for five days, which has got him going crazy because the, the training camp seems shorter this year for some well, reason. Well, there's only three games, too, in yeah, the preseason there's only three year. games, and it seems What's like... What's Cousins' excuse? Is he the uh, evangelical thing? Fa- yeah, I think so. His father is like a preacher at a very hardcore fundamental uh, But I thought if you church. had religious reasons, you were allowed to be exempt per the NFL report. Or is he well, not citing maybe that? maybe you are exempt for... Uh, I, I don't know if he... He must not be citing that. But, okay. but that's his background. Well, he hasn't even came out and said that he's no. anti unlike a couple no, of other players. No, I was players. there his opening day press conference, which was actually pretty good. And you he, got that cleaned out there, Joe? He yeah. did not answer. <laughs> he did not answer whether he'd been vaccinated right. or he not. Right, he said he, he just, wasn't going to reveal his medical did, history. Yeah, but this time he didn't oh say even God. say that. He just went on answering the other part of the question. Ah. But uh, he's obviously Well, you know why Zim's got the red ass? Because he knows his job's on the line this year. Oh, yes. Yes, and if Cousins doesn't play half the season, he's screwed. How about the guy in Washington, Rivera, who had cancer, right. you know, prostate cancer, right, and pretty bad. I think so. Yeah, or was it? You know, I'll look that up. I he had a long battle with whatever it was. Seven less than seventy percent of their players have been vaccinated. The Reds, the Redskins, wow. or can whatever. I, can I get back to Buxton? Does this freeloader even travel with the team? No, no, he, he he's not. It's he's a not finger. A, <laughs> Sunni Lee broke her ankle, right. and she's still jumping yes. around like a little yes. bumblebee. Well, yeah, he could, you know, he could, he could wrap them two together, but oh, they're not going to do it. Ron Rivera had squamous cell sarcinoma. He had cell cancer. That doesn't sound good. No, and it was. I know it was pretty. Yeah, it was pretty significant. He went through a beating. Are you going to have those spots checked? No. No, I don't even check. We'll get you a one-way ticket to Leper Island. Yeah, well, yeah. If I notice that the the fingers are, like, deteriorating to the point they might fall off. And you have to throw them in the bucket of fingers. (laughs) Basket finger bucket. Yeah. What good going to do? They can, you know, you go over there and they're going to think of something. They're going to come up with something. You know, yeah, you might want to have that looked out. Yeah, no, that's cancer. I might have some <laughs> other just possibilities. Some just some I don't bumps. know what those are. Some bumps. Now, you, if, if it's sunspots, there's a good reason for that because I've been driving with the top down in a drought for three months. <laughs> right, right. You know, so, so what do you got this week for sports? Let's wrap this up. Because I don't think there's any sports left to talk about, except the Olympics. Well, we got the fighting twin. This is, I, I would say that when I, whenever I covered the Olympics, this was my favorite day. Because you would say, this is the last Monday. Oh. <laughs> you know? yeah. And then the next one you'd say, this is the last Tuesday. <laughs> Although, you know, the track and field, which used to be why we had the Olympics, mm-hmm. is just basically getting started. And they, uh, yeah. I they hope wait. we see this on TV. They wait till the last week. They're racing in a monsoon rainstorm, and oh, runners really? are falling down. Oh, today? Yeah. Really? Like to see it it well, oh, did the typhoon hit? Yeah. The typhoon hit. What about the diver who decided to just jump in? You see I, that? I did not see that. What? No, I missed that. A diver 
uh, I'll get your name. Maybe we've heard of her. Maybe she's famous. Maybe she's a big deal. And I go right here. Mm -hmm. If you are, by the way, not as compelled uh, by the Olympics as, as I am, the wife is glued like she always Does is. She, women are. It's amazing. But there's a great watch. Twitter account called Pets Watching the Olympics. <laughs> so you'll have somebody's cat, and he'll try to catch you know the guy, <laughs> the guy in the rings or whatever. It's hilarious. Mm -hmm. It's just called Pets Watching the Olympics, and it's hysterical. Canadian diver Pamela Ware recorded a rare score of 0.0, .0 to miss out on a place... <laughs> She's 28. You can see the video yeah. of it here. She just decides, uh, the hell with it. I'm, I'm just going to jump in. Anyway. I just jumped in. Just did a cannonball? So she <laughs> looked, what I was is doing. that right? Yeah. Didn't even do a cannonball. Yeah. She just feet first. jumped in. Feet hey. first. <laughs> she must have already known she wasn't going to advance. was she Dustin Johnson at the 3M Open last <laughs> week? We said, out of hell with it. Right. I want to get out Let's of here. She must have. Uh, see if there's an explanation here. She does the bounce on the board, yeah, and it looks like she's ready to do a routine. Did she maybe lose it? And then just fell in the water. <laughs> Whoops. She's going to be like Simone. She and had fears of injuring herself uh, oh, in the okay. last dive. Sure. Okay. And then, so now that's she, become a mental health uh, problem. Right. So, yeah. Uh, okay. She even envisioned that. Simone is going to uh, do the balance beam, I heard. Mm -hmm. she, oh, is that the official she's word? She's going to try. Uh, so she wants to steal a... Boy, covering the Olympics just got to have to drive you crazy, though. This, today's play story in the Star Tribune sports section was Sunni getting a bronze, which she got 30 right. hours, hours earlier. earlier. Yeah, that drives me crazy. <clears throat> Terrible. But uh, beyond that, I've, I've watched 10 minutes, maybe. I just don't yeah. watch it. I just Because when I turn it on, I say, okay, is this? They say live. They you lie. Know, you don't know because that's it's on. If it's on tape, it says live. Right. Blair took a misstep on her approach for a 3.5 difficulty dive and was forced to abandon her planned attempt the second she jumped. Okay. As a result, the 2013 World Aquatics Championships bronze wow. medalist wow. performed a pencil jump straight into the pool and scored a 0.0. <laughs> well, Wouldn't that even just be 0.1? I mean, just because you, you know, trying to avoid hurting yourself. I can see that. She said, "I think that if I would have done the." dive i could have possibly hurt myself uh she of course is proud of herself and what she's done mm. and i was so ready for this competition and i made a mistake i wonder you know canada takes these olympics horribly seriously boy they must be happy that they beat our soccer team you got a mexican yeah. diver arantaxa chavez also got a 0.0 .0 after she made a similar era during the preliminary round wow yeah anyway Stuff canada happens. is happier about the U.S. women's soccer team losing, almost as happy as Trump fans are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they they probably very sad that Megan Rapinoe is going to have to get a bronze at best. Well, here here it says, fans fume as women's hurdles goes ahead in torrential rain and athlete falls. Wow. Ooh. Uh, that would be a Danish athlete. Uh, Did we then stop it? No, they ran the damn thing. Um, before you wrap Sarah Slot Peterson tumbled over a hurdle near the end of her race. She was in contention to qualify when she hit the hurdle on her approach uh, at the home straight. 
Failing to launch properly off the wet surface, she fell and slid along the track as her rival sprinted clear. Hurdles in a downpour might be a little treacherous. Right. I would think That's that might hurt. What were you going to say there? Well, uh, before you guys decided to wrap up and head to the bank, um, we do have a new sponsor based on the, the, the giant success that Monday Night Sports Talk has become. So yeah. for the next couple of weeks, we do have a new sponsor. So I'd like to read this copy. Let's hear it. Yeah. The Minnesota Twins return home next That's Monday, right. August 9th, to take on the Chicago White Sox. Plan your trip to Target Field to see your favorite team in action and enjoy the excitement live from the stands. And you can get your tickets online right now at twinsbaseball.com slash tickets. Are they offering you know, any discounts? Uh, there probably are some. Are they on. willing to barter? <laughs> It's not are. a garage sale. No, I don't. look at you want you want forty five bucks for this ticket. I'm here right now. I'll give you thirty. You know what? You know well, what but, else? You know what else? This is is it is exciting because, for instance, when Louis Arise is playing third, yeah. They hit him the ball. You never know what the hell. You don't know happen. what's going to happen. <laughs> no, right. you got it. There's adventure. In fact, you had a tweet earlier today based on the Twins' excitement. That they have a chance to do to make history. What was the the record you were talking? Uh, Fourteen, and they would have to go. 14 and 42. Okay, which is only 250 ball. I don't think they can do it. But if they don't, you know what was amazing was yesterday's broadcast. Dick and Dick and Roy. Started ripping the hell out of the fielding. Really? Yes, it was very. That's uh, a leap for Bally yeah, Sports that's, North. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I also love the fact that Dick, at every opportunity he can, mentions that he's at Target Field. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame him. Yeah, no, I don't either. I'm glad he says that. Here yeah. at Target Field, yeah. uh, it's a crispy back. 80 degrees. People are saying, wait a minute here. It's a road game, isn't it? But <laughs> Dick, make sure you know that they're not on the road. I watched so. a little bit of Saturday, and all I could think about was the time you and I were down in St. Louis, Pat, when it was about Ooh. 130 degrees on oh, that field. Oh, God almighty, that Saturday. <laughs> that's hot. I, that's as close as I've ever come to being shirtless at a major league game. <laughs> <laughs> Exhibitions, maybe, but not uh, man. Alive, that was it. Was a cooker. That was a cooker. Well, weren't she in an air conditioned press box? No, no we was, went as fans. fans. Oh, I went, I went oh. with my uh, my son and, oh, uh, and Albert. Met. Yeah, that was the damnedest thing I've ever seen. Everybody wore a jersey, and 95 percent of them were pools, yep. and the other five were musical. By the way, congratulations to Yadier Molina, who is a catcher, moved into fourth all time on the Cardinal hitting list. Behind Stan Musel, mm-hmm. Lou Brock, and Rogers Hornsby. Wow. Stan Musel, who nice had the club. same career batting average at home and on the road. That's right. And he's, uh, Yachty only needs 1,600 more hits to catch Stan. And by the way, the game we were at, that was 09, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. And Yachty was the starting catcher 12 years ago on that team. Wow. What a career. Look him in the eye. <laughs> Shake their hands and... Uh, what was well, that third thing, Steve? That's Dan. <laughs> Wicker and I yep. in Musels the night before the World Series with a drunk Stan Musel and Al Hurt playing the whatever the hell he played. Oh. Uh, that, was, uh, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Stan was going to make this heartfelt speech, but he couldn't remember what the third thing was. He was always there. Shake their hands, I think, or no, uh, look them in the well, eye. Look them in the eye, shake their hand, or remember their remember name. Remember their name, but he, for, he couldn't, couldn't remember, remember the remember, he couldn't remember, the, remember <laughs> the name part. Yeah. 
Sorry. Right. Right. You got to go. go to the bank. I'm, I'm actually going to the bank myself. I am too. Yeah. Before we go, on a somber note, this oh. is not a sponsorship. This is a sad. Uh, McLaren ran into Carl Wetzel at uh, Tom Reed's the other night. And uh, his wife, Claudia, oh, uh, no. had passed away in October of last year. I didn't know that. Uh, I don't think it was COVID-related. I think it was leukemia. And uh, <laughs> Carl, who just sent me, uh, I'm just going to read this quick text that he just sent me um, very recently. Uh, Thanks for reaching out, Rook. Because I, I said I, I, I didn't know that. I said, you have no idea how much Claudia loved you guys. I never saw her enjoy anything as much as she did Garage Logic. A big thank you uh, to you and Joe for being there. Uh, all the best to the Mikulski's wets. And today, uh, Bob Motzko's son, oh. the, uh, oh, the uh, memorial service for him was held today. You know what it sounds what like to me? What a deal, man. You know what it sounds like to me? What? This high-rolling real estate agent with a Bentley said, you guys yeah. want to ride? Yeah. The, 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 well, the Star Tribune, and I mean, you probably had it too, that uh, they made, the kids saw this. They were out there. They didn't know this guy. Yeah, they met him at Maynard's, and he invited him to a party. Oh, God. And uh, the Motsko kid and uh, and uh, his buddy, who's Shuneman kid, who was, uh, I think, Shuneman, who's the girl boyfriend of uh, Motsko's daughter, mm-hmm. Ella. And they saw the Bentley in the, yeah. in the garage, and they said something. And he said, I'll give you a ride. But they said the crash was site was like 100 yards from the driveway, so he must have like went down and then been coming back or mm. something because they said he was going 100 miles an hour. Maybe he was taking him back to Mainers because they must have had a car there. No, no, no. It was a joyride. Cause no, but how did the how did Moscow and his buddy get to Mainers? Well, they probably Ubered they, or they, something. No, they no, they probably had a car at the. They they came later to the this house. They came later to this to Oof. this house for the, uh, but I think they had their own cars there. He was just giving them a oh, joy. Oh, I get you. He was just giving them a joyride, joyride right. in the Bentley, and uh, you know, out there on those Minnetonka roads. Holy Christ! I would have saved those kids by telling them that Bentley isn't that big of a deal. No, it's, not not a 2017. Not, not that big of a deal. Oof. Well, it's a terrible. You want to ride in a Bentley from about 1956, and they would they would you'd have a hard time getting it up. Terrible man, terrible. What's going on? Tom Kelly lost his son out of just like that this year. Now Bob Motzko's son, Todd Hoffner's daughter down at Mankato, he lost her. Man, it's uh, mm. losing those kids, man. The worst. That's, the worst. You don't want to outlive a kid. Nope. Nope. All right, well, on that's that, summer. That's a happy terrible. note. I think that, we're going to church, not luck, the bank. Bosco. Good on luck, Bob. terrible now. Your yeah, wife he's, and family. A, he's a really good guy. Mm-hmm. So, All right. Yeah. This is Ricey for the Canopy Group. As you set out to explore Minnesota this summer, think about this. There are 234 cities in Minnesota with populations over 2,500. The Canopy Group has clients in all but seven of those. Why is this fact important? Because the Canopy Group's experience in all of these Minnesota cities gives them a unique edge in getting you the best home and auto insurance coverage at the best price. Remember, the Canopy Group offers 15 insurance companies for a reason, to match your specific situation, including zip code, with the best insurance company for you. This is done every year because your situation may change. It is also true that the insurance company's appetites might change as well. This experience working throughout Minnesota provides thousands of Canopy Group 
clients the peace of mind knowing the Canopy Group is working for them. Please visit thecanopygroup.com. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here once again for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. And as you've been hearing over the course of the last couple of months, Josh asks you one simple question, and that's always, do you know what you own? You see, Josh's clients, they always know what they own. And Josh has found that most people that he meets with every single day, well, they don't. They absolutely have no idea. Josh has also seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds. And there are real instances of people paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that those bonds currently yield. So Josh begs of you, know what you own. And you'll hear from Mr. Money Talk later today here in Garage Logic to give you a specialized report on the goings-on in the market today. Trust is often overused, and it's even harder to find. Please, you can take it from me that you can trust Josh. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation, and you do so by calling 952-925-5608. Once again, that's 952-925-5608 for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. EcoFun has e-bikes in stock. And why is that important? Because every other bike retailer is out of stock and will not be getting new e-bikes until December or January. You can't even get one for Christmas from them. The weather is warming up, so if you are in the market for an e-bike scooter or ATV, go to EcoFun right now. EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Talk with Tim Bloom. The owner of EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake, Tim and his family will help you select the e-bike that is right for you, and they will deliver it to your front door in the metro area. Right now, EcoFun has Bentelli e-bikes and Yamaha motor assist bikes in stock. EcoFun also carries the full line of Yamaha scooters, motorcycles, and a wide variety of Yamaha ATVs, including ATVs for kids. Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and online at EcoFunMotorsports.com and tell Tim that that old bicycler Patrick Racy sent you. Apollo Heating and Air. If you need to replace, Apollo is the place. Schedule your appointment with Apollo today and you can have a new air conditioner for as low as 45 bucks a month. Think you need a new home comfort system? No problem. You could have one from Apollo for as low as 84 bucks a month. Let the professionals at Apollo keep your home cool and comfortable all season long. Visit callapollo.com to schedule your appointment today. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.